This is Jabba to Jedi, the story of one oily intergalactic worm boy's quest to join the light side. That worm boy is me. My name is Gav Murphy, and this week's episode sees me attempt to step up my training outside of my comfort zone even more. Not that I'm ever comfortable. In fact, there are very few instances where I can say that I actually am genuinely comfortable, and that's, you know, outside in the real world or in the gym, particularly when I'm being trained by one of the sexiest people I've ever seen in real life with my human eyes, and that is my personal trainer, Fabrice Lefezique. Yep, that is, that's his real name. Probably. A little instance of me not being comfortable recently was just the other day. Remember that 69 workouts I banged on about in the last podcast? So it's 69 burpees, 69 jumping jacks, high knees, squats, push-ups, and crunches in 15 minutes or less. Yeah, well, last week, Fabrice had me do that right at the start of the session. Here's him telling me that we're about to do the 69 workout and me being really cocky. So, what we're going to do? There. Push ups, burpees, jumping jacks, squats, crunches, high knee jumps. Sweet! I blasted it out as fast as I could and actually got a new personal record, which was 12 minutes and 36 seconds. I mean, I was also pretty much dead, but I thought that would impress him. Yeah, and I didn't really, because he just goes, nice one, now do the whole thing again. I didn't even know if I was actually able to do that. Yeah, again. Come here. Crazy, man. How the fuck am I going to do this? Just focus. That's Fabrice telling me I could do it if I focused. Hmm. Shit. How? I'm gonna do this. Five, four, three, two, one. Oh. Oh. Job done. Shit. The fuck is that? <laughs> It was generally one of the hardest things I've had to do with him, but you know what? I managed to finish the second one in just under 15 minutes. I thought I was gonna be there forever doing it, but I did just, you know, really try and focus and do what he was saying and kept chipping away at the different exercises and I managed to do it. I mean, I've been knackered for about a week afterwards, but I finished it twice, so here we are. Horrible. <laughs> what the fuck? So that was Fabrice stepping up my training with him, but whereas before I was training with Fabrice three or four times a week, now we're down to like two days, sometimes one day, which means I've had to step up training by myself even more. I don't mind it too much because training is just kind of part of my routine now, whether I want it to be or not, but there's no way I could just go to the gym, then go to Fabrice's gym, then go back to the normal gym. It would just be so boring. So instead what I started doing was looking around for different ways I could train, like looking into fun ways of getting fit, 
it. And please, actually, if you've got any tips, let me know, jabbertojedi at gmail.com. But I started looking around, and one of the first people I got in touch with was a guy called Joel Snape. Now, Joel's a guy I met a while back in my day job as an entertainment journalist. Joel used to work for games magazines and websites, but he's primarily a fitness journalist and an all-round massive dude now. At the moment, he's working on really trying to make himself into an absolute monster, using stuff like strongman training, parkour, and Brazilian jiu-jitsu, which I have no idea what that is. He just told me it. But he runs an awesome blog called Live Hard, which explains all of that better than I ever could. I really love Joel's blog and it's one of the only health and fitness things that I read regularly because unlike a lot of stuff, it actually feels like it's written by a real human, not some superhuman person who's made of gyms. The day that I first met Joel, we'd been sent to Birmingham to interview some UFC fighters who were promoting a video game. I got to watch my first ever UFC fight that night and sat next to Joel, who patiently answered all of my questions, including who is that and what is happening. At the time, I was 19 and a half stone, but after talking with Joel over the weekend, he made getting fit sound really easy. So I emailed him when I got back for some advice on shifting the weight. I emailed you and basically said, oh, I bought uh, some dumbbells. Can you give me some advice? I said, I've been looking at this website. You said, no offense, but that dumbbell website is a load of shit. <laughs> it was, I remember it, yeah. <laughs> it, was like, it was like a bro bodybuilder. Right, stuff, okay, basically. yeah. yeah which but is... that, that's what's hard as well, because like, that's why I contacted you, because mm. if you type in how to start doing dumbbell exercises, mm -hmm. there's so many websites, and it's just like... I don't know what's right. And then, yeah. and then it's just like, then you search again, you're just like, why dumbbells are really bad for you? Why dumbbells are the best thing for you? And it's just like, what? It's just like, for someone who wants to get into fitness, the world of fitness is the most exclusive place. Mm -hmm. And I don't even think that it's like, you know, a boys club or anything like that. I just think that it's, it sometimes can look like a mess to someone who doesn't know what they're doing. The problem is that there's so many people going, my thing is the thing. Yeah. Because they want to sell you that thing. Absolutely, yeah. But also like, so the, the, split you sent me over was like a very sort of arms one day chest one day yeah. and that's like that's a very bodybuildery thing but that's the thing because that was developed for guys who are already super jacked yeah and want to get a little bit more jacked so they can train arms one day and yeah. then they need to rest their arms for six days before they can do it again but for a normal person that's like not even remotely the most productive way to train mm. and especially you know if you just want to get in generally good shape like yeah. doing full body movements is what you want to do so yeah. that's, that's what we got you on so yeah so you emailed me a thing and you said the circuit was five press-ups 10 squats, 10 lunges. Yeah. I repeat that five times with as little rest as you can manage between the circuits. That circuit he talked about there, that's basically one of the routines I talked about in the last episode, where I give you my favorite workouts to do at home for free. It might sound like nothing, but doing that pretty much every day with a somewhat healthy diet and a bit of exercise bite work got me from 19 and a half stone down to 16 in about six months. Though I did actually put a lot of the weight back on really quickly afterwards because as soon as I lost the weight, I stopped training and got really, really lazy. But that's all right, because it led to this podcast. So every cloud. <laughs> So this time, the main reason I wanted to meet up with Joel is because after following his Instagram and Twitter pages, there's a link to them in the podcast info, on these he had pictures of himself doing strongman training, and I really wanted to give that a go. The thing that I really like about strongman training is that it's not just getting fit in a gym, like lifting weights for the sake of lifting them, which can be fun, but strongman training helps you build like properly functional strength apparently. You're meant to be lifting like heavy objects that you would encounter in real life. Now, obviously, that depends on what kind of life you've got, really, to be fair. Like, here's a clip of one of my favorite strongmen in the world, Marius Pujanovsky, 
pulling a boat. <laughs> the all-time record holder for World's Strongest Man titles gets this underway. Now, is that talcum powder or is that short? It absolutely is talcum powder. Marius has thought of everything. Look at the length of pull he gets. Look at the legs on that man. Well, he's just like a prime racehorse, isn't he? It could be under 40 seconds. Yes, it is. Marius Pujanowski shows why he is the great champion. Now, I don't get asked to pull that many boats in my life, but I do like the idea of more functional things than just lifting weights. So in strongman training, you stuff like ropes and tires and big old hammers and that to do exercises instead of just lifting weights. And I really, really love that idea. I've wanted to do some kind of this training for a while, but I've kind of been a bit too scared to go to the gym that does it. I know this kind of gym fear is a massive thing for people who want to start getting fit. And me and Joel kind of talked about this a little bit. I remember like going into the gym and feeling like, I absolutely do not belong here mm -hmm. and I hate it and I don't like it at all and it made it even harder than not just that particular session get into the next session as well mm -hmm. it's like I just didn't want to go because I was just like I just don't want to like nobody wants to not feel like they belong somewhere that's yeah. awful yeah. Um, but it's, it's mad how it just clicks and you barely notice it click and yeah. then you're just like and it clicked for me like I was away I was in America and I was trying to find like gyms in every hotel we were in and this one particular hotel we were in had an amazing gym. And, but it was also like a health club as well. So yeah. there's lots of people. Like I saw that shot. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. It was an incredible yeah. gym. But I walked in and I was like, I just didn't feel, I didn't feel out of place. I like had my plan. I walked in and I was like, bam, 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 bam. And also, well, you, like, I was talking to another person who goes to the gym all the time. And I was like, I just feel like lots of people are looking at me like I haven't got a fucking clue what I'm doing. He was just like, those people do not know you're there. Yeah. Like, they, they absolutely do not know you're there. Unless you're, like, getting in their face and, you know, sweating on their legs or something like yeah. that. No one cares about mm. you. Like, they, everyone's there doing their own thing. He said like, 90% of people are probably thinking the exact same thing you are, which is, oh, my God, look at that person. He's probably looking at me. Yeah. Um, well, it's not happening at all. People are there just to get fit and stuff. Like, no one gives a shit about you. Yeah, nobody's um, touching you. Which, oh, is, yeah. which is mad. It's a really... It's a really hard thing though, and it's a really, like for me, I don't have an answer for it, but it's a really sad thing where it's just like, imagine the people who are just sitting in their house right now going, oh, I'd really like to go to the gym, but yeah, I feel like I can't because yeah. I, I just don't have the confidence to do it. Talking like this with people who go to the gym regularly does really, really make you realize that although you might think people are judging you or looking at how rubbish you are in the gym, I reckon that probably hardly ever happens, if at all. Anyway, I went to meet up with Joel so he could make me do some basic strongman stuff. It was an awesome sunny Saturday morning in an East London rugby club. I had no idea what to expect or what we'd be doing, but Joel seemed happy enough and after we warmed up for a bit, we started chucking loads of tyres around. All you're going to do yeah. is you're going to let feet quite wide. Yeah. You're going to like squat down, probably grip it underneath like that is easier. Yeah. And then like... Try and keep your back nice and straight. Yeah. And just drive it up like you're deadlifting it. Cool. These were massive tractor tires too. I had to go a few of them myself to start with and then things got a bit rough. So we both lifted this massive one. It was brilliant. I wanted to have a go at the strongman log too, which I've seen on telly loads on World's Strongest Man. It's basically a metal substitute for a real log that you can whack weights on. There's a world record video of Zadrunas Zavikas lifting 228 kilograms. To put that into a little bit of context for you, that's about the size of a bottlenose dolphin, but to be honest, I wouldn't have thought they were that heavy. So it's also the size of a normal upright piano. Now, what you should take from that is, one, Zavikas is pretty strong, and two, man, 
Dolphins are well heavy. Here's me struggling to lift about 40 kilograms. <laughs> it came out, it came out real fast. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite things on World's Strongest Man is the farmer's lift. It's basically like two massive bits of metal with loads of weights on, and you've got to carry it all the way down this little straight course, drop it, turn around, pick it up, and walk back. Now, I grew up around farmers, and I've never seen any of them lift stuff like this, but it does look awesome, and by awesome, I mean it looks a tiny bit rubbish, but it makes me laugh, so it is awesome. Here's Marius Pujanovsky doing it again. Well, this is the equivalent of carrying a small motorcycle in each arm. That is phenomenal. And it's Pujanovsky who gets away to a cracking start. The pole is flying. The master is coming home. What a finishing time for Marius Pujanovsky. 25.05, Colin, that was phenomenal. Right after we finished training, me and Joel went to have some breakfast and his wife came in and when she found out how much I'd been lifting on the farmer's lift, Joel had been telling me I'd been doing a really good job. And then when he told her how much I'd been lifting, she just took the piss out of me. What I really liked was, so we just went for breakfast and then your wife came out. And like, I think it was, <laughs> we'd done like farmer's, was it farmer's, farmer's walks? walks. Yeah. yeah. And you were like, oh man, that was really, really good. Like, you know, it's, it's amazing that you've managed to, I think I'd lifted, what was it like 60? 60 each hand. Yeah, Which 60, is good. Yeah. Whatever she said. <laughs> <laughs> and when we sat down at breakfast, you were like, yeah, it was really good. Gav did like 60 uh, each hand. And your wife was like, that's fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> she, likes, she likes the trash talk. My favorite thing that me and Joel did though was called the prowler. I didn't even know how to explain it properly, but it's basically like a tiny metal plow thing that you stick weights on and then you just push. You have to push it to one end of a course, or in our case, a car park outside a rugby club, turn it around and push it back. I absolutely loved it. I think I liked it a bit too much though, because to end, we did a thing Joel called Minute on the Minute, which is a way of exercising where you start on the minute, finish your exercise wherever you're doing, and then whatever's left of that minute, you get to rest before starting again when it gets to the new minute. So you might finish after 20 seconds and get a 40 second break until you go again, or you might finish after 50 seconds and only get a 10 second break. It's a really good intense way of working out. Joel suggested that one of us push the prowler halfway, then the other one takes over at the top and pushes it back. But I was full of beans by this point, so I said, ah, oh, let's do up and down ourselves. And it became clear pretty quickly, as it always does, that I was an idiot. As hard as it was though, it generally did feel loads better than being in a gym. Maybe it's because it was a lush Saturday morning in the sun though, to be fair. So I think we did some we did some heavy stuff today. And I think I, something I was saying before is mm. there's a lot to be said for strength training because it's, it's good for you in the sense that it like decreases your risk of a lot of yeah. like, things like osteoarthritis and like Alzheimer's and things yeah. weirdly the studies say. But also it just, it gives you a like foundation of health and it get, but it gives you something to aim for. Yeah. So for guys who are into video games, absolutely. Like yeah. I mean, I'm super into video games. I yeah. worked on those kind of mags for a long time. Mm. And there's something about that leveling up mentality of going. Last week I did a hundred kilo deadlift today. Massively, yeah. Like one ten or whatever it is. Yeah. Know. If you think any of that sound like a laugh, you can check it out yourself. Google Scorpions East Rugby London Club, and I think it's about seven pound fifty a class. And if you don't like it, well, actually, I don't know what I was going to say then. But if you don't like it, um, I'm not going to give you your money back. But I mean, seven pound fifty is not that much, is it? So don't worry about it. <laughs>
For homework this week, I'm going to hand you over to Joel, who's going to explain how to do an exercise that I do all the time when I'm away from work and don't have time to train properly. It's a really, really tough workout, but it's also really fun to do. And you do the entire thing with a smile on your face. One of the things as well on your blog that I love, and it's one of my favorite things you wrote, was the Roxanne workout. Can you tell us what that is? Basically, it's a fun way of getting in something you should be doing anyway. So the idea is you hold a plank throughout the popular police song Roxanne yeah and then every time Sting says Roxanne Roxanne you do a press up just okay. just to give you a break from doing the plank as much as yeah. anything else I've done it on rings once okay that wasn't anything That Roxanne workout, that's the kind of stuff that you can find on Joel's blog, www.livehard.co.uk. I love his attitude towards the gym and stuff. It really is a different way of thinking, which I really, really like. That's it for another Jabber to Jedi. As always, if you want to get in touch with me, you can. It's jabbertojedi at gmail.com. I'm on Instagram at jabbertojedi and on Twitter at camrogav. Thanks to everyone who's been rating and reviewing the podcast on iTunes, especially shatbilly92, who reviewed the show and has an amazing name if you fancy rating and reviewing it do that because it does make a difference i'm trying to get a new episode out every fortnight i'd love to be able to do this weekly because i've got loads of ideas for fun podcasts that i could do but i have to do this in my spare time so it can be hard the next episode though is going to be an absolute banger i've got a guest on that i can't quite believe and i have no idea when i interviewed him how i managed to hold together but i will be joined by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. If you smell what The Rock is cooking. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. I interviewed him and Kevin Hart about the new film, Central Intelligence. You'll be able to see loads of awesome stuff from that on askmen.com, and you'll hear all about it on the next episode, and probably every episode after that forever, to be honest. The Rock says, The Rock, The Rock, The Rock.